You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, I'm Rob Schneider. And I'm Kevin David Thomas. And happy Throwback Thursday. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of I clay. I literally knew you were going to do that. I knew. I looked at you. and we, you I know just why? knew that you were going to do that. Because they didn't give the Jews any other Hanukkah songs besides this song about a dreidel. We got nothing else. All right. There's that Adam Sandler song song, that's and that's it. That's not a Hanukkah song. That's making fun of people that are Jewish. It's actually, you're right. You're exactly that's, right. So we have nothing. So my I'm options were limited. Sorry. I can play a minor chord on the piano. We can make <laughs> one up right now. <laughs> you know, just be he's like, he's like, we have a piano to... Like the lights, like the lights, like the lights, the monora. Okay, there we go. That's my Jewish song. I just you felt could, like I felt like Michael Levine just now, like jumping could, to the piano and singing a song for you. Everybody. Literally, just made a fortune, Kevin. Congratulations! You're welcome, everyone. So, actually, uh, this week is Hanukkah. So, happy Hanukkah! Yes, to all it's of like our, the second night of the lights. Our friends who celebrate, and what better way of celebrating Hanukkah than giving you some favorite things? Huzzah! Huzzah! Sorry, that must have been loud in your ears, everybody. <laughs> People literally are listening on the road, just pulled over to cry. <laughs> um, Kevin, who wants to go first? Um, okay, let's jump right in. We're not wasting any time today. I have to go home and friends. light the menorah and eat the latkes. Aw, you know I love latkes. I love potato pancakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you do it with mm-hmm. applesauce or sour cream? That's a very interesting thing. I would like both options. I'm a condiment whore. I literally just give you a thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> no, really, I love condiments. I like each bite to be a little different. Ooh. I might like some hot sauce on that as well. Okay. Oh, no, we won't. No. <laughs> Did I lose you? That you lost me on that one. <laughs> but get me back with your favorite thing. Okay, here we go. My favorite thing is a holiday-themed favorite thing. Thank <gasps> you very much. Here we go. You're going to guess it right away because this is a, a television special. Okay. A, 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 not like a variety show of kind, but it's an actual like like, like movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of our guests was in it. One of our guests was in it? it was yep. A, it's a holiday show? Yeah. Wow, um, 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 I'm so bad at this. It's a no, holiday you're not. show. I can give it away a little bit more. Uh, however, you, 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 you hear his voice, but you, oh. you only get to see maybe a sort of likeness oh. of him. What is it, Rob? Is this the Nightmare Before Christmas? No. Oh, I was thinking Ken Page. I know you were. I give up. But in the right vein, if Ken Page were born 40 years ago and 40 years earlier and white, then maybe. Oh, 
oh, oh, oh, is this Georgia surfing and he's yes, the heat miser? Yes, he's the heat miser in A Year Without Santa Claus. A Year Without Santa Claus. Amen. What a choice. What 1974 a choice. stop motion animated TV special on ABC. Stop motion. They don't. Talk I like really that. wish that. No, I'm like literally Sorry. just did the robot. <laughs> Sorry. It's not pretty. But I did actually enjoy that very Kevin, much. Thank I'm you. I'm so fat. My, but, my bottom it. button literally just popped out. I don't like when you talk to yourself out. like that. I really my, don't. But my, I really literally, don't. my bottom button just popped out of my shirt. Did it really? Doing the robot. <laughs> so, yeah. Go ahead. Tell me about a, oh, a year without Santa Claus. So the a year without I... seeing my feet. <laughs> Go ahead. I like it because there is Broadway connections to this special. Everyone, I okay. know you've probably seen it. It's probably on ABC tonight at eight o'clock. <laughs> probably, uh, actually, it's already think it's it's already been uh, broadcast. But um, it's that yearly famous you know holiday special that um really has no Christmas story other than the fact that Santa is in it. Except he's not really in it. Mrs. Claus is in it longer than he is in it. Uh, the story basically goes like this: Santa has a cold, consults a doctor, and decides to. Christmas off. So he leaves his two elves, Jingle and Jangle, to see if anyone still cares about Christmas, and they uh, they shoot down to Earth, and they, they run into a heat miser and a snow miser and this one town, and Vixen's involved. He's the youngest reindeer, and he gets locked up, and it, it's, it's a pretty funky story. Um, but then Santa shows up at the end to, to fix things up, and it discovers that people actually really do still love the spirit of Christmas. It's beautiful. It is a very lovely story. It's a beautiful. It's beautifully done, actually. This I love the stop animation. This is an era when we see a lot of these kind of like stop clay. animation. It's like, is it clay? Yeah, it, it's a combination of animation and stop animation. Um, and this studio brought. I grew up watching the Hobbit. This this cartoon Hobbit. Oh, I remember that. Same exact that. studio. So you it's can creepy. See, yeah, it is, and a great music. Same music team. Um, but this guy named Mousy Laws and Jules Bass did the music and lyrics. Um, and I like it because George S. Irving is the heat miser. We, he was our, one of our first interviews that we had before he passed away. Uh, Mickey Rooney plays Santa. And the great Broadway's Shirley Booth is Mrs. Claus. And this is her last acting credit. Santa! Santa! Like, yeah, you're right. You it's it. much higher. You yeah, got it's it. very like, yeah, it's like right in the. Uh, she was, you know her voice, everybody, but she, if you're a fan Hazel. of the musicals, like, yes. C- come back, uh, a little. Sh- she, Juno, well, of course, everybody knows her from Juno. Yeah. Nobody does. Uh, and of course, my favorite score on the Broadway. One of my favorites, Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Oh, you love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh, love I love it. Tree grows he in had refinement. That's her. That is. That, didn't you think you were in the room with her just now? Now, I, was, I thought you conjured the spirit of <laughs> Shirley Booth. Because, <laughs> you know, there's one person you want to bring back from the dead. It's Shirley Booth. Oh, indeed. Who needs Einstein? Psh, give me Shirley any day. Give me Shirley um, Booth. It, it's it's a fun little piece. It's a, it's a we watch it perennially. It's it's something. It's a required viewing every holiday, and I think that it's fun to know that a lot of these people's voices that you're hearing are Broadway folk. And there's musical numbers that are really mm. really fun. They're silly, but George S. Irving's is not to be missed. The Heat Miser song is fantastic. I think we did talk to him about it. We did. Yes, we did talk to him. About I don't being remember what, <laughs> what he said. No, he said he's, he was honored was, that his yeah. voice is still listened to. Oh, all and these we years told later. him that people like still know him and talk about him. And yeah. He was so surprised by that. And I, I really appreciated that and, and loved it. Um, but if you get a chance, you guys, go out and watch A Year Without Santa Claus. It's a really, it's a, just a fun little TV special. And it's, it's like, you know, what you do every year and you get to watch it and have nostalgia and, mm. you know, enjoy yourself. That's so sweet. Yeah. I'll go home and watch that tonight. Okay. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After I listen to my favorite thing. <gasps> All right, what's your favorite thing, Roberto? Okay, so it's a musical. Ooh. And it's not Christmas related. I'm really sorry. Oh, it's okay. But once you listen to it and you get introduced to this amazing score, you will think to yourself, it is a Christmas present from us here at Behind <laughs> I the see Curtain. How you tied that together, Broadway's Good Rob. Living Legends. Um, so this is a musical. We have actually had the composer of the musical on as one of our guests. We have had the star of the show on as one of our guests, but we have never talked about this show. And I actually had to go through our list because I'm like, at some point, we've obviously must have talked about it, and we never have. This is like, I feel like this is a riddle right now because I'm trying to catalog in my head the composers cross referencing with the, the 1970. Um, like, it's a bio musical. It's a bio-musical from 1970. Okay. There's really one song from it that everyone sings at auditions if you're a young tenor. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is it... Is it... Is it... Is it... Um, Here he goes. M- Minnie's Boys? It is Minnie's Boys. Yes. Did you hear that, everybody? Who got it before me? Did someone get it before me out there listening? Because if Somebody's you did... Somebody's yelling yes. I'm, we don't yeah, know Yeah, I know. Because I'm like, Charles Strauss? Is it Charles? Mama. Then I was like, Michael Rupert? Is no, it male? No, okay. no, no, no. Mama. Wow. A rainbow. Mama. Song. It's a great song. Yeah. Larry Grossman wrote a great song. It's oh, great. He, he's. This is why I want you guys to listen to it because I think the score is much better than uh, the the criticism that it got when it first came out. So, just a little history on this. Minnie's Boys is from 1970 and is a musical about the Marx Brothers: Groucho, Harpo, Chico, Zeppo, and Gummo, who didn't really do a lot of Marx Brothers movies. <laughs> I don't really know uh, anything about the Marx Brothers. Rob. Okay, so. Here's the story. I find this so fascinating. So um, the Marx Brothers is a, has a lot of parallels to Gypsy, which was there was a woman named Minnie Marx. She had these very talented young sons, and she pushed them into show business. Oh, wow. True and stage so, mother. True stage mother. Yeah. So what Minnie's Boys is about is about everything before they created the act known as the Marx Brothers. So mom's pushing them into show business because mom in some way wants to be famous herself. Oh. Does it sound familiar? Yes. Okay. I had a dream. <laughs> a wonderful dream, baby. Mama. Mama or mama, whatever you want it to be. You can paraphrase Stephen Sondheim's lyrics. He's cool with that. <laughs> he down. He's down with the paraphrasing. Um, so anyway, oh, what's not. really cool <laughs> is, is the Marx Brothers were really popular in the 1930s, and then they sort of just faded out of view. Oh. And then, this is really cool, in the late 60s when the counterculture movement arose, the movies came back to prominence again because everyone's like, oh my God, they're like the representation of the counterculture I movement. I did not know that. So Arthur Marx, who was Groucho's son, 
approached Robert Fisher and Larry Grossman and Hal Hackety and said, is this a musical that you would be interested in writing? We're going to write a musical about the Marx Brothers because the time to strike is now. The mm-hmm. iron is ready to strike. So um, Groucho Marx had to give approval, though. Groucho Marx was the one that had to like give approval. So Larry Grossman went over to his house and was like, so, you know, we want to do this musical about your life story, blah, blah, blah. Is that something you're interested in? Um, and Groucho was like, well, if you're going to make it about my mom, who's going to be my mom? And they said, well, Toadie Fields. Now, you might not know Toadie Fields. And don't. Toadie Fields was this... Uh, what a name. She was this big, funny comedian who apparently had this amazing singing voice. And they said, we're going to have Toadie Fields. And here's the story. It's not PC. Groucho Marx said she's too ugly. They said... That's what he said. That's what he said. Someone else said she said that she wasn't Jewish. She was too Jewish looking for Oh, jeez. So it's, it's kind of sensitive territory. Either way, it's a little... Uh... So Groucho Marx apparently got up, went out to the family shelf, pulled out a photo, and handed it to them. And goes, who does my mother look like? A legitimate question, not rhetorical. Right. And they were like, well, she kind of looks like Shelley Winters. And he goes, fine. I want Shelley Winters. And then Groucho Marx said he would not do the musical unless Shelley Winters said yes. Now, here's the issue. Shelley Winters doesn't really... Sing? Uh, and yes. I, don't, I don't mean like Lauren Bacall, where it was like, oh, actually, she's not a singer, but she can like stay on rhythm. One of the boys. Yeah, you're Shelley right. Shelly Winters doesn't know what pitch is. She really can't match it. <laughs> rhythm is also going to be an the issue Rex for Harrison her. The Rex Harrison of... Yeah, but not, e- not even right. really Rex Harrison, because at least Rex Harrison was interesting, and right. apparently she was a pain in the ass to work with. Oh. So then they start to look for a possible other book writers. They look at Neil Simon. Neil Simon says no. They look at a comedian named David Steinberg. He says no. So they settle off again with Robert Fisher and Arthur Marks writing the book. The show is an absolute disaster out of town, mostly because of Shelley Winters. But this score is amazing. Yeah? The score, I think, is really, really fun. Because guess who did the orchestrations? Uh, Jonathan Tunick. No, um, think brassier. Mm, uh, yeah, 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 you're gonna say it. No, I was gonna. You gonna say Ralph Burns? Yes, Ralph Burns. Yes, great Ralph really? Burns. Yep, I didn't great realize Ralph that. Ralph Burns orchestration. Um, so anyway, when you listen to Minnie's Boys, you're gonna have to try to get across or get through the idea of the fact that it's you know. Did they get some good takes of Shelly singing? (laughs) A couple of her just yelling and screaming about things. Um, But a couple of songs to listen to. uh, There's a great I Am song for Mama called Five Growing Boys, where she's talking about what it's like raising the kids. Um, We've talked about Mama a Rainbow. Now, this is ironic. Mama a Rainbow is the most beautiful song in the show, sung by Harpo Marx, who in the films never spoke at all. So there's a little fascinating. Um, There's be happy, Mama's you know philosophy on life, and then of course, where was I when they passed out the luck, which is a great you know song for a woman of a certain age. So unfortunately, the show came out. Groucho Marx was listed as an advisor. He did nothing. He did nothing, but he would stand in the lobby and sign autographs and take photos with people. Wow. So he didn't really have a lot of stuff to input on it. He brought the show on to the DeCavett show, so that way they would hopefully sell some tickets. Nothing really happened. Unfortunately, the reviews were really bad. Clive Barnes, the New York Times, oh my God. He Instead of calling Larry Grossman and Hal Hackety by their names, he called them Gross and Hack. Because <gasps> he said that was Eek. pretty much the best way of representing Eek. their score was Gross and Eek. Hack. RCA was going to do the album and got so discouraged 
discouraged by the reviews. Uh, they dumped it, and it got picked up by an alternative label called Project 3. Uh-oh. Even RCA was like, I've never uh-huh. even heard of that. I know. That's the problem. That's not even like Blue Pair. That's I mean, it's like, oh, wow. So unfortunately, this is really a musical, I think, in which you might have seen it done in a more interesting way with Gypsy, and you might have had, a, if there was a more powerful actress in the lead role that actually could sing, it might have been a different story. Unfortunately, right. it wasn't. So even though I don't think Minnie's Boys is up for a revival anytime soon, nor do I think it's something that even Encore should be touching, because there's really, you know... Not a lot of stuff there. Yeah. I do think it's worth another listen. Good score. Push through this Shelley Winters aspect. So at least she's colorful acting-wise. Well, yeah. Ignore the fact that she's offbeat and doesn't match pitch. Yeah. But Minnie's voice is my And selection. if you want a little back history, you could listen to uh, our conversation with Larry Grossman and Louis Stadlin, who was yeah, in it. Yeah, because Larry talks a lot about pre-production. That's and right. Then, uh, Louis, who played. Yeah. Now, Louis, just so you're aware, this role made him and everyone right, said it was, it was one big, of the greatest yeah. performances you ever saw. Wow. Um so anyway, Lewis Hey we'll give some context to the score as well. Yeah. So they'll give you a little history on what's yeah. going on. So yeah. I think if Minibus Boys was to come back, you need an actress who is of the Toady Field Shelley Winters mold, but can sing. Right. Mary Testa. Yes. Jackie Hoffman. Yeah. I think maybe Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, that's interesting. I think that would be interesting. So anyway, mine for the Hanukkah Nice. Is Minnie's Boys. Excellent. And yours is? A Year Without Santa Claus. All right, so take a listen. Let us know what you think, and hopefully we got all of our facts straight. And go watch a Marx Brothers movie. Yeah, I think I will. I never have. Mini- Minnie's Boys. Or then call me, and you can hear me sing Mama a Rainbow. <laughs> In the style of Robert Goulet. No, I don't do it like Robert Goulet. Oh, no? I'm actually going to try to sing it straight and legit. Okay. Oh, really? I'm, 2018 is really going to be about changes. Oh, And being wow, a more Rob. pure self. Oh, geez. I'm touched. Yeah, I'm probably going to sing it like Hervé Villages. <laughs> Mama, a rainbow. Mama, a sunrise. That's really good. That's not good enough. No, not good enough. (laughs) Not for Mama. Actually, that sounds better than Shelly Winters. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that was your Shelly Winters. That was my Shelly Winters. (laughs) Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theatre community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theatre professionals, search the RISE Theatre Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. <laughs> 